the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is Emmanuel, God with us. There's a great yearning inside every human being to know God. From the very beginning, we were made to know God, and there is something in us that wants to know our Creator. It's not enough to know that God is up there or out there somewhere. We want to know that God has come down to where we are, that He knows where we live, that He knows our name, that He cares about us. And that he walked this lonesome valley the same way we do. We want to know that that we are not alone in the universe. All of the prophets of the Old Testament spoke of this universal yearning in the human heart. Joel spoke of it. So did Malachi, Hosea, Jeremiah, Daniel, and Zechariah. But no one spoke more eloquently than the prophet Isaiah. 700 years before the birth of Christ during the reign of King Ahaz, Isaiah predicted the birth of one who would be coming to dwell with men. And so in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14 we read, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. From that title comes one of our most beloved Christmas cows, which you just sang. Now run the clock forward 700 years. And you come to the moment when Joseph, having discovered that, um, that Mary, to whom he was engaged, is pregnant, and suspecting the worst, decides to give her a private divorce to save her from public disgrace. And so in Matthew chapter 1, 20 through 23, we read, while Joseph thought about these things, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. The angel said, Joseph, descendant of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, 
because the baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this happened to bring about what the Lord had said through the prophet. A virgin will be pregnant, she will have a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The promise of a savior goes even further back to the book of Genesis when God told Adam and Eve that one of their offspring would someday crush the head of the serpent, that's the enemy, Satan. And so in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, uh, we read, I will make you and the woman enemies to each other. Your descendants and her descendants will be enemies. One of her descendants will crush your head and you will bite his heel. Now from the very beginning, God's people have looked forward with eager anticipation to the coming of the promised Messiah or Deliverer. Yet the world had to wait thousands of years for Christ to be born. Generation after generation was born, lived, and died, hoping that they would be the ones to see the arrival of their Deliverer, the Messiah. But none of them did until the day when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. I want to remind you of at least two things about God. From God's perspective, there is no delay. There is no wait. Nothing hinders him from acting whenever and however he pleases. Nothing holds him back. He doesn't get behind. He acts at exactly the right time because he is the sovereign Lord of the universe. And so when God seems to delay in answering our prayers or in coming to our assistance or in fulfilling his promises, it isn't because he is unwilling or unable to help us. It is simply because the time is not yet right. And God in his wisdom is the one who knows best when the time is right. As our ancestors have said over the years, he may not come when we want him to come, but he's always on time. So the other thing to remember about God is that he is always active uh, in the life of his people and for his people. He's continually working to carry out his plans and his purposes for us as people. And so if God is not acting in your life as quickly as you would like, it isn't because he is on vacation or taking a break. God is always at work, even if you can't sense it or see any evidence of it. You see, God is active in your life right now to accomplish his purposes in ways that you don't understand. So what seems like waiting to you is just God acting in ways you don't perceive. But even if we understand and believe these things, waiting is still very difficult for us as human beings. 
It is hard to be patient and trust in God's timing when you're in a situation that's painful or stressful or confusing or threatening and you can't see your way through. It is hard to be patient when your financial situation isn't improving and you're struggling to pay the bills. It's hard to be patient and trust in God's timing when you are stuck in a job you hate year after year. When you are dealing with a medical problem that has no foreseeable end or no foreseeable cure. And you can fill in the, the, the blanks for the, all the experiences that we go through. But remember that God's promise through the prophet Isaiah took 700 years to be fulfilled. Not that he's going to take that long to fulfill our, uh, his promises to us. But God kept his promise to his people because he's a promise-keeping God. Nothing is too difficult for him to do for his children. Although your mind cannot conceive of certain things happening in your life, Though your present circumstances may seem hopeless, God is still able to do abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. I'd like to focus the rest of this message on the word Emmanuel, which means God with us or God is with us. Of all the names of Christ, perhaps none is more significant than Emmanuel because it gives us Christ's ultimate identity. He is God come down from heaven in the form of a tiny baby boy. Theologians call this the incarnation, a term that means to take, our, to take on human flesh, to be born as a human being. That tiny, helpless baby is the God who created the universe. What a mind-blowing miracle that is. So the name Emmanuel teaches us something about who Jesus really is. And there are three things that I want to bring to your attention. First, Emmanuel is God in the flesh. First Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 says, Without question, this is the great mystery of our faith. Christ appeared in the flesh and was shown to be righteous by the Spirit. He was seen by angels and was announced to the nations. He was believed on in the world and was taken up into heaven. And then in Galatians chapter 4, 4 and 5, Paul says, But when the right time finally came, God sent his own Son, He came as the son of a human mother and lived under the Jewish law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might become God's sons and daughters. So Jesus Christ is more than a mere man. He was truly human, but his ultimate identity goes far beyond his humanity. He was God come down to earth in the form of a baby born of a virgin. The story of the life of Jesus begins with a miracle. And unless you accept that miracle, you can never truly understand who he is. Our Lord's life, character, and ministry cannot be explained by purely 
natural means for humanity and divinity to exist unmixed in the one in one person defies human reason our lord's birth life death and resurrection belongs to the category of miracle and god is in the business of working miracles all throughout history and even today he is working miracles you see a miracle takes place every time a sinner is born again spiritually every time a sinner is moved from the kingdom of satan into the kingdom of god that's a miracle the church is in the miracle working business we are a community of redeemed persons in whom this supernatural life of god exists and the message we have been given to proclaim brings about incredible changes in those who receive it the power of god can pick us up when we are down it can turn us around and place our feet on the solid on solid ground an old man was reminiscing about his life to a younger man and said he said son I'd like to tell you about my life. I was christened soon after I was born and I became a christened sinner. As I grew older I wandered away from the church and began to engage in the pleasures of this world and I became a sinful sinner. However, as I began to think about my life, I realized that I should do something about it. I joined the church and became a church sinner. Then one day, my life was completely changed when I accepted Jesus Christ as my savior and my lord and was born again. And so then I became a saved sinner. You know son said the man a saved sinner is the only kind of sinner that can find real peace and joy in the world and the only sinner that can that the lord can welcome into his heaven so that was one man's testimony of the miracle of the new birth which most of us in this place if not all of us have already experienced this very day multiplied thousands no millions of men and women boys and girls across the world can testify to the miracle which god wrought in their lives when they encountered emmanuel the son of god but the second thing about emmanuel is that emmanuel is a shepherd we need to guide us emmanuel is a shepherd we need to guide us the word emmanuel reminds us that Jesus is not only God in the flesh but he is also the shepherd we need when troubles come our way so we need this truth more than ever at christmas time so this is a lonely time of the year for many many people they have difficulty just dealing with christmas because some of those that uh, they loved and and were part of their lives are no longer here it's in the midst of the laughter that we experience at christmas there is sometimes pain and sadness grief and many reminders of broken relationships a lot of people feel exhausted and stressed out as the 
big day Christmas approaches. There is enormous pressure um, created by the society uh, that we find money to buy presents uh, to make our loved ones happy. During this difficult time of year, we need to be reminded that the Lord knows all about us, our troubles, and what we are going through. He knows all the hidden secrets, the inner fears, and the unspoken doubts about what tomorrow may bring. He knows the whole truth about you and me, and he still loves us anyway. Psalm 23 and verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. And then in verse 4, the psalmist says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see, a valley is any difficult experience that we are going through. And so the question is, what is your valley today? Is it the valley of pain? Is it the valley of a loved one suffering? Is it the valley of poor health? Is it the valley of a failed marriage? Is it the valley of children in trouble? The valley of sorrow due to the loss of loved one as some of us, some of our members are experiencing now? Is it the valley of broken promises and failed relationships? Is it the valley of career disappointment? The valley of financial crisis? Or the valley of bitterness? Whatever valley you are going through right now, the Lord knows who you are and where you are. You are not lost or forgotten. No need uh, to fear because the Lord himself is with us. This is what his name is, Emmanuel. God is with us. He is with us in the darkest of dark valleys. And our shepherd walks with us when we need him most. But the third point about the Emmanuel is that Emmanuel is our savior from sin. Emmanuel is our savior from sin. The angel told Joseph to name the baby Jesus. And so in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, we read, And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And in Luke chapter 2 and verse 11, the angel announced to the shepherds, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. You see, you will never understand who Jesus is until you realize that he came to save you from your sins. This is why he lived. This is why he died. This is why he rose from the dead. As Jesus said in Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. He saves all of those who trust in him. If man's greatest need had been education, God would have sent us a teacher. 
You see, if our greatest need had been money, he would have sent us either a banker or an economist. If our greatest need had been uh, advice, he probably would have sent us a counselor. And if our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But since man's greatest need was forgiveness, God sent a savior. His name is Jesus. He is, a, he is Christ the Lord, the son of the living God who came from heaven to earth in order to die for us on the cross. For those who face loneliness during this season of the year, take comfort in this fact. God's answer to loneliness is not a theory or a book to read or a seminar to attend. It is not a better job, more friends, another movie to watch or another song to sing. God's answer to loneliness is wrapped up in a person, Jesus Christ. He is a friend who sticks closer to us than a brother. He's the only one who will never leave you nor forsake you. You see, Emmanuel is God with us so that we never have to be alone again. No matter where we are, we can count on his presence for he is God with us. David knew that God was with him when he wrote in Psalm 139 verses 7 through 10. He says, where can I go to get away from your spirit? Where can I run from you? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I lie down in the grave, you are there. If I rise with the sun in the east and settle in the west beyond the sea, even there you would guide me. With your right hand, you would hold me. You see, God is with us in every circumstance of life. In the hospital room, God is with us. In our place of employment, God is with us. In our homes, whether we are asleep or awake, God is with us. As we drive along the busy highway, God is with us. As we fly in the sky to get to our destination, God is with us. As we visit with relatives and friends this Christmas, God is with us. As we walk the streets of this city day or night, God is with us. As we walk through the darkest valley, which uh, the King James Version speaks of as the valley of the shadow of death, God will be with us so we don't have to be afraid. Oh, there is never a place or a circumstance that we can imagine where God will not be with us. Emmanuel, what a name. That name is wisdom's mystery. Sages look at it and wonder. Angels desire to see it. That name is hell's terror. Satan trembles at the sound of it. When the devil gets on your case, just whisper that word Emmanuel, and he has to leave you alone. Oh, I'm so glad that I have a personal relationship with the one whose name is Emmanuel. Because he is my life, I live in him, and he lives in me. He is my savior, I trust him with my eternal destiny. He is my Lord, I obey him. He is my, my master, I uh, serve him. He is my teacher, I listen to him. 
He is my advocate. I rest my case with him. He is my doctor. He heals my body. And as our ancestors used to say, he is my sin bearer. He is my heart healer. He is my mind regulator. He is my need supplier. He is my dying bed maker. He is my guide across Jordan. And he's everything to me. For when I'm lonely, he's my comfort. When I'm weary, he is my rest. When I'm sad, he's my joy. When I'm weak, he's my strength. When I'm afraid, he's my assurance. When I'm confused, he's my wisdom. When I'm lost, he's my guide. When I'm in need, he's my help. When I'm wounded, he's my balm. When I'm singing, he's my song. When I'm preaching, he's my message. When I'm praying, he's my authority. And when I'm worshiping, he is my Lord and my God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.